due this morning. The U.S. Military Central Command now says U.S. fighter aircraft shot down an anti-ship cruise missile that was fired at a U.S. Navy destroyer in the Red Sea from a Houthi-controlled area of Yemen. And this comes just days after the U.S. and the U.K. launched strikes against Houthi targets in Yemen. The militant group vowed to retaliate. CNN's Oren Lieberman is joining us right now from the Pentagon. Oren, we're now learning what, that another ship was hit by a missile just off the coast of Yemen. What's the latest? We have seen more launches since the incident on Sunday in which a U.S. fighter jet shot down a cruise missile that was fired at a U.S. destroyer in the Red Sea. We've just learned from U.S. Central Command that there was a, a, a ballistic missile fired against a U.S. owned and operated vessel. The uh, Central Command did not say exactly where this happened, but the U.K. Maritime Security Organization said that this happened south of Yemen. The missile fired by the Houthis struck the MV Gibraltar Eagle, a Marshall Islands-flagged, U.S.-owned and operated bulk carrier that was traveling through the Red Sea, obviously one of the world's most critical waterways. Now, according to U.S. Central Command, there was minor damage to the ship and no injuries. And, crucially here, the ship itself remained seaworthy, which is that it continued on its way as part of its voyage. But of course, uh, the Houthis had promised to retaliate. They said that any U.S. or U.K. asset was a legitimate target. So this, perhaps part of the retaliation and the response that the Houthis had promised against the much more widespread U.S. and U.K. strikes that we saw on Thursday evening. Worth pointing out that the U.S. then carried out a follow-on strike 24 hours later. The Pentagon and the White House had expected a Houthi response. This may be part of it, but the expectation is there will be something, frankly, bigger broader and more powerful coming from the Houthis. Still, this is now the third or fourth launch we've seen from Houthi territory following the U.S. strikes. Makes clear that the Houthis retain and still have quite a bit of military capability to try to threaten Red Sea shipping here. The U.S., the U.K., and the other coalition there trying to safeguard that shipping to make the waterway safe. Wolf, I think with what you see here playing out over the last 24 hours, it is impossible to say that the waterway is safe at this point, even as the U.S. tries to get there. Yeah, Oren Lieberman at the Pentagon for us. It looks like this situation is escalating uh, big time indeed. All right, thanks very, very much. All right, we're taking you now to uh, the House of Commons where we're hearing uh, Prime Minister Rishi Sunak speaking. Let's listen in. They fired on our ships and our sailors. It was the biggest attack on the Royal Navy for decades. And so we acted. We did so in self-defence, consistent with the UN Charter, and to uphold freedom of navigation as Britain has always done. Alongside the United States, with support from Australia, Bahrain, Canada and the Netherlands, we ordered the RAF to strike two Houthi military facilities in Yemen. I want to be clear that these were limited strikes. They were carefully targeted at launch sites for drones and ballistic missiles to degrade the Houthis' capacity to make further attacks on international shipping. I can tell the House today that our initial assessment is that all 13 planned targets were destroyed. At the drone and cruise missile base in Barney, nine buildings were successfully hit. A further three buildings were hit at Abs Airfield, along with a cruise missile launcher caught in the open. We have seen no evidence thus far of civilian casualties, which we took great care to avoid. I know the whole House will join me in paying tribute to the incredible bravery and professionalism of all our servicemen and women. The need to maximise the security and effectiveness of the operation meant that it was not possible to bring this matter to the House in advance. But we took care to brief members before the strikes took place, 
including you, of course, Mr Speaker, and the Leader of the Opposition, and I have come to the House at the earliest possible opportunity. Mr Speaker, I do not take decisions on the use of force lightly. That is why I stress that this action was taken in self-defence. It was limited, not escalatory. It was a necessary and proportionate response to a direct threat to UK vessels and therefore to the UK itself. And Mr Speaker, let me be absolutely clear why the Royal Navy is in the Red Sea. They are there as part of Operation Prosperity Guardian, protecting freedom of navigation as a fundamental tenet of international law. The Houthis' attack on international shipping have put innocent lives at risk. They have held one crew hostage for almost two months, and they are causing growing economic disruption. Global commerce cannot operate under such conditions. Containers and tankers are having to take a 5,000-mile detour around the Cape of Good Hope. That pushes up prices and imperils the passage of goods, foods and medicines that the British people and others rely on. We have attempted to resolve this through diplomacy. After numerous international calls for the attacks to stop, a coalition of countries gave the Houthis a clear and unambiguous warning two weeks ago. Last week, the UN Security Council passed a resolution condemning the attacks and highlighting the right of nations to defend their vessels and preserve freedom of navigation. Yet, the Houthis continued on their reckless path. Mr Speaker, we shouldn't fall for their malign narrative that this is about Israel and Gaza. They target ships from around the world. We continue to work towards a sustainable ceasefire in Gaza and to get more aid to civilians. We also continue to support a negotiated settlement in Yemen's civil war. But I want to be very clear that this action is completely unrelated to those issues. It is a direct response to the Houthis' attacks on international shipping. And we should also recognise the risks of inaction. It would weaken international security and the rule of law, further damage freedom of navigation in the global economy, and send a dangerous message that British vessels and British interests are fair game. And there is another point here which is often overlooked. The Houthis' attack risks worsening the dire humanitarian situation in Yemen itself. The UK helps to feed around 100,000 Yemenis every month, with aid arriving via the very sea routes that the Houthis have in their sights. So, Mr Speaker, the threats to shipping must cease. Illegally detained vessels and crews must be released, and we remain prepared to back our words with actions. Right, British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak there speaking at the House of Commons, um, committing to more aid for Ukraine um, and talking about that if Putin wins, he will not stop there. But importantly, Rishi Sunak also took us through the uh, US-led coalition to strike back Houthi uh, assets in Yemen to try and uh, ease what we've been seeing over the past few weeks and frankly since the war began uh, between Israel and Gaza, the disruption of trade and vessels, the attacking of vessels by Houthi rebels in the Red Sea. Um, he says that this was all uh, 
uh, a part of a defence strategy and also saying that he couldn't take this decision uh, to the House of Commons because it was a security risk. We've got Claire Sebastian following developments for us from London. Uh, Claire, we've been hearing now from Rishi Sunak important messaging coming through, also justifying why the UK was involved in this US-led strike in Yemen. Uh, justifying this, saying it is important to try and figure out a way to secure that Red Sea uh, line uh, and the Royal Navy, important part of that. Yeah, Eleni, I think you've got a measure of the, the delicateness uh, of this, this action and this operation in the language that he used. He stressed that it was limited, that it was proportionate, specifically saying not escalatory. This is what the U.S.-led co coalition is grappling with, how to deter uh, and degrade the Houthis' capabilities to continue to attack uh, shipping in the Red Sea while not creating another flashpoint, another potential front uh, in the Middle East, which is, of course, one of the biggest fears uh, that the West has alongside, of course, the war between Israel uh, and Gaza. So he said, look, that at their initial assessment of the UK action is that all 13 planned targets were hit. The US has said uh, that they are also still assessing the effectiveness uh, of what happened last week, how effective it was uh, in degrading the Houthis' actions. And I think, you know, case in point, just about an hour or so before Rishi Sunak came out and made that statement, we got reports coming in that the U.S. Central Command has now confirmed to the, that a Houthi anti-ship uh, ballistic missile struck a U.S.-owned and operated vessel uh, just off uh, Aden in Yemen in the Gulf uh, of Aden. That is not adjacent to Houthi-controlled areas in Yemen, but it does fit a pattern, and the U.S. is now attributing that uh, to the Houthis. So this continues. It's clear that the operation to try to stop these attacks uh, on shipping in the Red Sea is not yet done. But for Rishi Sunak, an important moment here. This is the first time he's authorized military action as prime minister and now standing before his parliament uh, to justify that. He's likely to get questions on this uh, from MPs.